0: Good morning, it's February 17th, 2022. This is To My Liberal Friends, and I'm John Haddo. You know, times are getting tough out there. People are feeling squeezed economically. Some years ago, Arthur Oaken created what was called the Misery Index. And at that time, he added up the unemployment and the inflation numbers. and It was something the average American could understand. Now, some have computed this index a bit differently using interest rates plus inflation. Now, I can remember back in the late 1970s, I was working in Washington, D.C., and this term became very popular, and it doomed President Jimmy Carter. I'd been, I'd say I'd been there since 1977, and we had purchased a townhouse. I got a VA loan at 8%, and that was considered pretty good at that time. By 1980, my family was growing, and we decided to buy a new single-family home. And it was what most people considered a starter home built by Ryan Holmes. Nothing fancy, just 2,700 square feet of house. We were going to purchase the Shenandoah model, but interest rates kept climbing. And halfway through the process, we had to switch to the smaller Ardmore model. The reason was simple, money. When we closed in early 1981, the interest rate on the loan was 13%. Now, can you imagine buying a house today with a 13% interest on your mortgage? That would be unheard of. Well, today that misery index, no matter which way you calculate it, is on the rise. In December, that rate had hit 11.5%, the highest in a decade. By this month, it is going higher, and if you realize inflation was pegged at 9.7% earlier this week, then you know that misery index can only rise with interest rates going up, according to the Federal Reserve. Well, CNN had a poll out trying to gauge where people thought we were. And 75% of people are worried about the state of the economy in their own community. And 64% said the U.S. economy overall is in bad shape. And that's from a CNN poll. Employers have had to react to the changing employment landscape with this great resignation. And for the first time, employees feel like they have some leverage. You see help-wanted signs everywhere, and wages are going up. But inflation is wiping out those increases, and real-hour hourly earnings decreased 1.7% in 2021, according to the Labor Department. So what does this mean for Biden and his fellow Democrats? Well, 69% of Americans disapprove how Biden is handling inflation, and 62% disapprove of Biden's handling of the overall economy. In the same poll, respondents were asked to describe the state of the economy, and most popular responses were, and listen carefully, bad lost, downhill, negative, struggling, and divisive. All of them spell bad news for Biden and Democrats in the midterms, but the last one is particularly problematic. Remember how Biden said he was going to be a uniter in the country, that he was going to take the anger out of politics? Well, most people seem to think Biden's policies are more divisive than what we had before, and there's still more bad news. 58% are dissatisfied with the unchecked immigration at the southern border. 80% are concerned about the growing spike in crime nationwide. They're concerned about both the increase in violent crime and the growing trend among criminals to just loot stores without any penalty. In a recent Trafalgar Group poll, 54% of Americans voters prefer Republican candidates in the midterm election compared to 42% who favor Democrats. This is a complete reverse of what we saw a couple of years ago. The key factors in that poll were the same ones in every poll, immigration and crime. Biden's dismal polls are already notable in modern presidential history. He is down below 40%. According to an aggregate of polls, Biden's approval rating at the same point in time is nearly 10 points lower than Jimmy Carter's was at that point in his presidency. And we all know what happened to Carter in 1980. And here's another tidbit from a Politico poll. Remember that this week Nancy Pelosi announced that she is in fact running for re-election and I assume she expects to continue as Speaker and that poll showed that 59% of Americans have a negative view of the Speaker of the House. So Democrats are running scared and looking for anything to turn the tide and most experts expect the Republicans to regain control of the House of Representatives. Well, that puts all eyes on the Senate and the news is not much better over there. In New Hampshire, Maggie Hassan won by about a thousand votes in 2017 and has an approval rating of 45% right now. In Arizona, Mark Kelly was not doing much better, and according to a poll there, he has only a 46% approval rating. And when an incumbent falls below 50% approval, they're in trouble. In Colorado, a once Considered safe Democratic seat this year, Senator Michael Bennett in a signal poll is losing to a generic Republican by 1%. In other words, they don't even know who's going to run against him yet. In Georgia, Herschel Walker is leading Raphael Warnock by a small margin. And that poll has some numbers that are even more encouraging for Walker and not so good for Warnock. So that means Senate seats in Colorado, New Hampshire, Nevada, Georgia, and Arizona that Democrats were feeling comfortable about not long ago now seem to have endangered incumbents. And if that's not enough bad news, you have to look at the group that really swings elections. I'm talking about the so-called independents. They are soundly rejecting Biden and his progressive agenda. In 2020, a New York Times exit poll showed that 54% of independents voted for Biden and you can assume that they also voted for Democrats. Fast forward, and on February of this year, Biden's approval among independents has shot down to just 24%. I say it again, 24%. And as I said a few days ago, quoting Don McLean's famous song, American Pie, bad news on the doorstep. But the Republicans should not be celebrating just yet. We're eight months from the election, and anyone familiar with politics knows that's a lifetime. Now, tomorrow, continue this wonkiness. I'm going to go into some issues that inside Democratic polling is showing them where they're weak. And to be honest, they don't know what to do. So till tomorrow, this has been To My Liberal Friends. Thanks for listening.